up everyone? I'm happy to be back with you today doing something a little unusual. Dog's in the background. I'm in the car and I just had some thoughts. I wanted to turn this on just to get my thoughts out. I mean, I'm speaking them out of my head. I figured why not, why not record them? So here we go. I am want to talk to you this morning because I've been thinking about it a lot the last 24 hours. And that is what I'm going to call the overachievers dilemma. Okay. So if you think about it, a lot of us in the private practice space, we spent most of our lives really <laughs> pushing the limits of achievement, right? Like we've been driven since the very beginning, those of us, whether you're an entrepreneur or not in private practice, but we've been driven since the very beginning, right? To work hard, to get good grades, especially by the time high school rolls around, right? It's like, you gotta get into a good college. You gotta get go to college and do well. Then you gotta go to your graduate program in, in medicine and physical therapy and in any, whatever you're doing, right? Like you gotta go to your graduate program, your doctoral program and, and do great, right? Because then that all matters for your next step. And it's so funny, but the measure of achievement of doing well in school and of being an overachiever is great, right? It's great. So in that sense, we know we're doing well when we get good grades and we know that like validates our overachieving status and getting good grades usually like depending on where you went to school or how they graded was getting either 90 or like a 93% or uh, 93 and above score, right? Like that's what constitutes getting that A, that A plus, that whatever you're looking for in your grading system. And it's really hard then for all of us who are so used to being validated by being in the like 90s. It's really hard for us to turn to doing something like owning our own clinic, owning our own business and be like, oh my gosh, success in business does not equate to 90%. Let me give you a few examples. Like how many of you get a little irked, right? You send emails and you get a little irked because you're like, oh, 30% open rate. Oh, well that's okay, but it could have been better. When the truth is right now, with email filters, with deliverability issues, all of that, freaking 30% open rate's fantastic. You should be celebrating and be ecstatic. Like, that's great. A third of the people actually clicked and opened your email. Wow. Or let me take it back to website conversions, right? Website conversions where Look, on average, only 2% of people, only 2% of people who actually like go to your website are going to take any action. 2% of people can like take action. And that's considered really good, like, really good if 2% of people take action. We have clients right now. It's, it's so funny. I don't mean to rant this too much, but we have clients right now that are like at 10, 15% of people taking action because of our system and how we implement it and what we do to their websites and their traffic and their content. And they're like upset about it. And I'm starting to get, you know, I used to get a little like, oh, like 
How do they not see? And then I realized this overachieving dilemma, which is the fact that like 10% doesn't feel good enough by the standards we've been taught our whole lives, right? 10% feels like a failure, no matter what the standard is. Just like your open rates of 30, 35% feel like a failure when really they're great. That's awesome with what's going on in the email world. That's amazing. And we struggle. Even when somebody tells us we're doing amazing, we struggle because we think, oh, but I could do more because I'm not at that like grade level. Subconsciously, now I know you're probably all not doing this consciously, but subconsciously it's like, oh, but in school it was really easy to like see that A plus, see that over 90 percentile in the course. It's not as easy an entrepreneur. The, the, the standards have changed when it comes to running a business, to entrepreneurship, to getting people to, you know, take like literally buy in, buy in to not just your message, but your mission as a company and be raving fans. And I just wanted to bring this up today because I, I know I personally struggle with it. And I struggle with like what, like accepting when things are good, when they're on a standard I'm not used to, or not just good, accepting when things are fantastic, like when they're against a standard I don't used to. And I really think it comes back to us really diving deep inside and being like, I gotta understand I'm not living in the system that I grew up with my whole educational life that told me, you know, do this, do this, do this, do this. You'll get over a 90. You'll get an A plus your stamp. You feel approved. Hey, awesome. We don't have that. In fact, in entrepreneurship, look at the people who've still got millions and millions and millions and hundreds of millions and billions and whatever of money. There's still so many of those people who feel like they've never made it or take it back to sports, right? To the athlete who can't quit thinking of one in particular who just unretired even though he's got more championship rings than most uh, most uh, NFL teams. Why can't we accept when we've done amazing and we've given it our all and we've beaten all the odds, even if they weren't 90 percentile, and celebrate it. So for all you overachievers out there suffering from the overachieving dilemma, the best dose of reality that helps ground me is coming back to what is standard, what's great, and being able and willing to celebrate the greatness. And that doesn't mean, I mean, that doesn't mean you keep pushing harder and keep working and all that jazz. But just like in school, at some point, you can't get over 100%. You may beg for extra credit, try to get to 105 or something crazy, but if there's a ceiling for everything. And when you've reached that ceiling, or when you've over blown goals. Like I said, your website was com like converting at less than 2%. A lot of the people who come to us and now you're converting at 8, 10, 15, whatever you are, you're literally in the 0.00001% top. So you are a 99 percenter. Oh my gosh. Look, Alice is coming back, right? You beat out 99% of everybody else with what you've achieved. And there's a ceiling to that at some point and that's okay. You celebrate it and you keep it there. 
just like in school. You just keep acing it over and over and over. And you make sure you keep that up there and then go find the other areas of your business that need to be brought up. Go find the other areas and get all of them as high as you can. It's that simple. Don't let the overachievers dilemma get you to focus on the wrong thing. Think about this. It's so tempting when the business isn't quite achieving what you want to do. It is so tempting to then go say, hey, I'm gonna go work on this some more. It's working really well. Maybe I can get it to work better. It's a fault that I see in so many businesses. Mine included. I default to, well, I like working on this. So let's go fix this some more and maybe we can inch out another 0.01% on top of the amazingness we've already gotten and that'll move the needle. It doesn't. It doesn't. What moves the needle is focusing on one thing, getting it to overachieve based on the standards that you know, like the 2% website, or get it overachieving, but then go look at great, we beat out 99% of people. Funny, I've turned this whole thing around here. We beat out 99% of websites. We are rock solid here. Guess what? We just need to make sure that stays that way. Our only effort that needs to be put there is that it stays that way. And then it's time to pivot and say, what else in my business is not operating at that level? That's what I need to go focus on. Me and my team have our 90-day planning for the next quarter for Q2 uh, today. And uh, that's what we're doing. And it's, it's hard. We look at every aspect of the business and we say, which one is underperforming right now? Guess what? That's what we're focusing on the next 90 days. Doesn't matter if it would be cool to do this other project or whatever. If, it, if it's not the worst part of the business at the moment, that is all below on the priority list to what needs to be fixed most urgently in the business that's where you focus. Don't get distracted by doing more and more of the things you kind of like, but at some point you could only, you hit that ceiling, right? You could only nominally make them better, which isn't going to lead to that massive impact or massive change that you want. Celebrate that you fixed it. Make sure you've done it. Have a whole plan or a team or some party, one of your team members, or you've outsourced to make sure it stays there. Then look at the next project. If you keep doing that over the next few quarters, I promise you, you'll have a totally different business, totally different private practice at the end of the year. Go do it and don't be be brought down by the overachievers dilemma. Celebrate your wins and let's keep moving forward together. If you're a private practice owner and you want to get more patients on demand while you're sleeping, on vacation, hanging out with your kids, or maybe just even working on your business, and you wanna do all this without paid ads, well, guess what? We can help you. Reach out to us at ptwebsitesecrets.com forward slash strategy, or just go to the main page and click on one of the buttons on the top. And we will see if what we can do to help you move along and grow your practice. You know, while you're doing other things. Talk to you later. Say bye, Penny. <laughs>